0: And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Believe in the Ivy League. And what a week we had in college basketball for the Ivy Leagues. We're going to go over all of that. Take a look at their upcoming schedule as well. And, you know, I asked last week, I said, do we believe in Cornell? Well, this offense just keeps exploding, guys. And this Cornell offense is just one of those offenses that I I think we have to start paying really close attention to, right? I mean, coming into Wednesday night's game against Virginia Tech, uh, by the way, you know, Virginia Tech is one of the better teams in the country. Cornell's offense had scored 92 and 122 in back-to-back games. This is an offense that now you have to look at, and we really have to start looking at them in the Ivy League, you know, potentially as the favorite. I mean, can we go out there and call... The Cornell Big Red, the favorites in the Ivy League? Maybe that's a little too premature, but I will tell you this. This is a scary offense that nobody wants to face. And I'm not sure when they'll kind of get their recognition. I don't know when that's going to be. That game where all of a sudden we go, okay, maybe that's that's a Cornell team that you sit back and you say, oh, oh, that, they're that dangerous team. Because every year you have that Ivy League team, it seems, that comes out of nowhere and you go, oh, no, no, they're dangerous. And I'm not talking about just dangerous in the Ivy Leagues, but you don't want to face them if you're just a... Any other college team that is out there, right? Cornell is sitting here. You know, they came into the midweek at eight and one before the VTech game. They were rolling right along. And you start to look at their schedule and you say, okay, when will they garner the recognition? When will, when are they going to grab that kind of attention? Well, you know what? They do have Syracuse in Syracuse on December 21st. I don't think that's a winnable game. But if you've looked at Syracuse's offense lately, it might be a game where they can look. The, the, the bookmakers in Vegas—they have no respect for Cornell right now. They were plus 18 points against Virginia Tech, so where are they going to be? You know, against Syracuse, plus double digits at least 11, 12. So they're not going to gain that respect there. They do have a back-to-back against Penn and Princeton. I know Penn, Penn isn't that team. Penn, Princeton, Yale, back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. So I think that—that's your your spot right there. Penn, Princeton, Yale, back to back to back, all on the road, January 7th eighth and 15th, I think that's your mark because you're not really going to get a real test. If that isn't your real test, you're not going to get a real test. where you really open up people's eyes until February nineteenth, three games before the end of the season, where you go at Harvard and back home at Yale. So there are two real tests that I think can remain for Cornell to turn heads, the big road trip. And potentially if they pull a, a surprising upset against Syracuse with this offense though, I'm not counting anything out. The Cornell offense is on fire right now. This Cornell offense just cannot be discounted in any way, shape, or form. They look really, really good, and they are massively impressive in all facets right now. Let's take a look at Brown. Brown beat Sacred Heart by 13 on last Sunday, right? And then they took apart Merrimack, who is also 8-4 and four in the year, right? And so now you're sitting there at 8-4 and four in the year and Brown. I have a different feel about Brown than Cornell. This is not to take anything away from Brown. I think they're a good team. I think that Brown is a team that we look at and we go, all right, that's a good win against Sacred Heart. Uh, Merrimack, you know, they are what they are, but another good win. You're eight and four. You're racking up the wins. You're looking okay. But there's nothing I could hang my hat on right now about Brown. Brown is the kind of team, like, unlike Cornell, where you're terrified of that offense. I'm not afraid of their offense. I'm not afraid of their defense. I I don't know how much I'm going to start buying into this Brown team, at least right now. Hey, they're playing well. You got to give tip your hat to them playing well, but where they stand right now, I do think that they're going to come back to the pack a little bit. And once conference play starts, probably be the middle of the pack team that we thought they were going to be. Columbia got crushed again. Columbia keeps getting crushed. I think it's very obvious right now that Columbia is the worst team in this conference. Dartmouth, you know, they can't win on the road, but this is a team that has looked good at homes in spurts. So Dartmouth is a team that, you know, I think that I thought maybe they could do a little bit something this year, but you got to win on the road. You got to win on the road to open up my eyes, you know, and I think that you have to win on the road to open up the conference's eyes, which right now is just not open. Penn is a team that before the year began, I think most people had them in their final four. I think most people had them going to this Ivy league uh, playoff. And I'm not saying it's done and buried and that's that, but right now people are not having a good feeling about Penn. They've lost four straight games They've lost six of the last seven. They've scored 61, 60, 56, and 72 in the last four games. They cannot get any semblance of offense going. But I'm going to stop you right there. Because you tell me the numbers, and strictly on the numbers, 61, 60, 56, 72, that's terrible offensive numbers. They've lost four straight, it feels bad. They lost six or seven, it feels bad. You have a bad feeling about Penn, a team that a couple of months ago, you're going, you know what, they're probably going to be okay. No, 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 you have a bad feeling about them. But I'm going to stop you there, because you have to consider the opponents. Villanova, uh, yeah, you should get crushed by Villanova. Arkansas, at Arkansas, you should get crushed by them a decent Temple team on the road, and then Towson. So the Towson game might worry you, the Temple game might worry you, but I don't know if you win in those games anyway. So Penn on paper looks bad, but I do believe that you have to look at the opponents. Losing to Villanova in that fashion, not swaying me off of Penn. Losing to Arkansas in that fashion doesn't sway me off. Towson's a decent team. They're okay, Temple's okay. You should be competing with them, probably even beating them if you want to be this kind of team. So I'm slightly concerned about where we stand with Penn. I'm slightly worried about what Penn looks like moving forward, but I'm also very cognizant of the fact that who Penn is right now is a product of their schedule or maybe is a product of their schedule. I'm looking at Harvard, look, they beat a D2 team by 10. They still look out of rhythm to me. I think that there's a lot more to Harvard, but when you go back and you talk about the preview show that I did, and we sat down and we talked about Harvard, the idea that Harvard was gonna jump out of the gates just was not in my mind. They are very, very talented, very young, very raw. I think that what you looked at at Harvard is, look, give me mid-January. Once mid-January comes around, this is when I want this team to start gelling. Just don't implode before then. And they're certainly not imploding, I don't think you could be overly impressed with what you've seen in Harvard, even against D2 teams. It's not an impressive win. 10-point win, not an impressive win. Princeton looks solid, right? Princeton is now 7-3. and three. They are 5-0 oh at home. They beat a good Bucknell team, or at least a solid Bucknell team. And Princeton right now is looking pretty good. You look at the Princeton Tigers and you go, all right, this is a team that the offense was maybe a concern coming into the season. The offense looks solid. Defense is good. They, for lack of a better term here where, uh, you know, no, nobody does anything good on certain teams, right? Columbia doesn't seem like they can't get the offense or defense going. And we talked about specifically offenses and defenses here. Well, Princeton seems to do everything just fine. I'm not going to say good. Princeton does everything just okay. Just fine. Princeton's offense is fine to me right now. Princeton's defense is fine to me right now. They are fine right now. Neither team, uh, neither side of the ball here, uh, is really impressing me overly. But at this record and 5-0 and at home, I can't say a negative thing about them. They look like a team that is designed to be one of the top four teams, but they're not head and shoulders above everyone else. You put Princeton up against Harvard You put in a couple of months. You put Princeton right now against Cornell. I might be leaning Cornell because of the firepower that they have. So that's where I'm looking with Princeton. Are they top four teams? Sure. But I think they're closer to the 3-4 than the 1-2. And then you look at Yale, and, you know, they took out a very, very bad Albany team with ease. And what do you make of Yale right now? Yale is another product of they won't be tested. They haven't been really tested in a true form where I'm looking at Yale and saying, okay, this is the team that I know. So, again, I think we're very early stages here. The Ivy League did one of two things. Either they planned and scheduled a ton of cupcake teams, almost like Harvard did this week, right? With D2 teams. And we've seen a lot of that. Or they scheduled Arkansas and Villanova. And it's hard to get a read on where they are. As the weeks go on, we're going to get a better read. But I think a couple of things can come to light here. We know Yale is looking pretty good. We know Princeton looks better than average. And they look good. Harvard has potential. Not so sure about that. And then Cornell's offense is really the talk of the Ivy Leagues where we stand right now upcoming games this week. I think a lot of this is, again, going to be a separator. Brown takes on Vermont on Friday. That's a big test for them, right? And they have to get it done at home. They are undefeated at home. This is a big test. You go out there and you beat Vermont. All of a sudden, I'm paying attention, right? I mean, Vermont is a solid team. They are a beatable solid team, though. They're a team that's in that middle class that you, you go, okay, you put them out there against Brown. I think that, you know, the line and the spread is going to be good uh, right in line with what you expect. I don't expect Vermont to be a huge favorite. Brown at home is trying to hold on to that. Okay, we don't lose at home mentality. Well, this is a game where you really have to go out there and you have to show me something because right now, I'm not sure who you are, Brown. I know that you've performed good at home and not well on the road. Okay, well, show me you could continue that. And show me, again, I think that Vermont is a quality opponent. Show me you could beat a quality opponent. That's exactly who I think they are. Saturday, Princeton takes on Lafayette. Okay, that should be an easy win. They're 3-6. and Princeton, again. Princeton should take care of Lafayette. And the only reason why we should be talking about Princeton is if they don't. They're almost in that no-win situation here. Because if Princeton doesn't take care of Lafayette, I think it says more about Princeton and their inability. But if they do, is that a conversation piece? Do, Do they impress me in that spot? No, they don't. If Princeton does what they're supposed to do, which is win on Saturday... All I'm going to do is come back here next week and I'm saying, okay, well, Princeton still didn't get another test. I still think they're a good team and they're padding a nice, very beautiful record. But at the end of the day, do I believe in them? So not really a test there, but a game that they should win. Penn against LaSalle. Look, it doesn't look like a get right spot for Penn. This doesn't look like that kind of team. But again, here's a spot where Penn in a win can really say something. Are, Are you believing that Sal is up till LaSalle is there? Look, Penn should win this game right? I mean, Penn is the better team, but LaSalle is, it's no absolute slouch. So Penn and Princeton on Saturday are kind of in the same situation. If you lose, I'm going to talk about you more about your inabilities than if you win, and I'll talk about your abilities. Dartmouth gets a big home test here against 7-3 Boston University, and that's a defense in Boston University that has held five of six teams to 60 points or less. So I got a lot of problems here with backing Dartmouth and saying, okay, I'm a believer in Dartmouth today. But if you go out there and you beat this team, whatever methods, a lot of people want to see the scoring. No, no, no. Boston University has got a real good defense at this point in the season. I think they match up well with Dartmouth. If you're able to squeak out a win, I don't care if it's 55-50, right? If you're able to squeak out a win in this spot, all right, now we have to start talking about Dartmouth and getting those big wins and getting those big wins in this spot. I did mention Albany's issues and how bad they are. Well, they host Columbia, and Albany is really on a down year right now. They don't look good on any side of the ball. This is a bad, bad team. They got one win on the year, and it is, you know, it's one of those kind of layup wins. This is a bad team that's getting beaten around by everybody. Now, I think Columbia is the worst team in the Ivy Leagues. I don't know if anybody's going to even argue with me on that one. Columbia looks like the worst team. This could be a winnable game, though, and you could sort of salvage the early season with a game like this to go, all right, you know what? Look, you know, we're supposed to beat them, but generally, Albany's putting up good quality teams. They're not this year, but it's a good win in this spot, so Columbia has a chance to sort of change the narrative a little bit. Yale against Iona will be on Sunday. This is a battle in New Haven, the Basketball Hall of Fame Invitational. I think this is the real test for uh, for Yale. Um where you look at this game and you go, okay, it's a test for test sake, right? Because it's going to be on display. There are going to be a lot of hoopla here. You're going up against a good coach. You're going up against an Iona team that put up 78, 80, and 83 the past three games. They have a win against number 10 Alabama, who beat Gonzaga basically in Gonzaga's backyard. Their losses have been against Belmont and Kansas. No shame in either one of them. And you start to look at Yale and you go, okay, look, this is a a spot where Yale has to come out and, you know, they get a win here, and I'm impressed. I know that this is a an Iona team that lost to Belmont, but I think we can all say that Belmont is the best team, would be the best team in the Beach, right? Belmont is a good squad, and Kansas, obviously. So who is Iona is almost as much of a question as who is Yale. Yale goes out there, and they get this quality win at this point in the year. You know what? I'm going to give it to them. I'm going to say that this is their test. This is their test win. If they lose, I'm not going to go crazy, but I think I'm going to look at Yale in that spot where, you know, this is a winnable game, I do. Look, I get it. Iona just beat Alabama, okay? Everyone's going to par- harp on that game, and people are going to be all over Iona because of that. But this is a Yale game to win. I think they can win it. I think it's in their grasp. They match up well when you look at certain spots. Look, I know that Iona is scoring all over the place, but Yale can keep up. And yeah, this could be an 80 to 80 kind of game. I think Yale wants to play a different kind of game, but I think Yale can win in different ways. This is a spot where, you know, I, if I'm gambling on the game, I'm looking at Yale plus points if they're getting points in this spot. But how many? I don't know how many people believe in Iona even after that Alabama win, because they came back and they lost to Belmont and Kansas. But I will tell you this. A loss doesn't throw me off of Yale, but a win, I'm going to call it. I'm going to say that that win, if Yale does happen to get a win in this spot, I think that's their first test, and that's a good win under their belt. By the way, then they take on Monmouth. Who's gone, gone, look, Mama is 7-1. and one. They, They're also, they've won seven in a row. They lost an opening night. And they beat Princeton by 12, who we just told you, Princeton's probably one of the best four teams here. And, you know, they have to battle St. John's before that game. So, Yale's in a position where it could take down two quality opponents. I'm not saying they're great, but they could take down two quality opponents by the time we talk next week. And I think that that is the team that I'm watching the most. Look, Cornell's offense is going to be a topic of discussion. Cornell's offense is going to be something I'm watching. Harvard's a team that is sort of gelling. Penn's going to be there. You know what? I don't really know what to make of Penn right now. Princeton's a team that could kind of change the narrative a little bit. But I think this is the Yale week. I think this is the week where we look at Yale. They have between now and the next time we speak. Between Monmouth and between Iona. You go 0-2, Guys, I'm looking at Yale, and I'm saying they're not bad losses, but they're certainly not uh, losses that I'm sitting back and I'm saying, okay, I think Yale's doing anything special this year, right? Yale might get into the, you know, uh, the number one seed in the Ivies, the number two seed in the Ivies, but I don't see them doing anything big this year. You go one and one, it's an interesting conversation to have, okay? Who did you go one and one against, and how did you win those games? I want to see style. You go 2-0, and oh, I think Yale sets themselves apart as the clear best team in the Ivy League. A lot of people had that before the year. You go 2-0 here, I think you look at Yale and you go, this is a serious, serious team. They're doing things the right way, and we have to start having the narrative about just how good is this Yale team. So that's what I'm thinking about what we're looking at this week, guys. That's going to do it for me. I'm Tom Barton for Believe in the Ivy League. Talk to you next week.